What's up, TV Donuts? This is your donut crew. Here's Ray, my co-host, Saskia Werner. Hello. And Hannah Davies. Hi. If this is your first time listening to the show, what we do is we watch the pilot and the finale of a show selected at random from Hannah's Master Spreadsheet. We try to watch them. We try to figure out what happened in the middle. This week, we watched St. Elsewhere. Super excited when we picked this. You were not here, Pierce Ray. No. As we told the listeners, you had been kidnapped. Fair enough. But you broke out, and you got free, and you are back, which is amazing. So glad to have you back. We also said that was going to happen. Thank you, That you would escape. I always do, eventually. Yeah. Happens Um, a lot. But yeah, when we picked this one... Uh, I was stoked because I have heard so much about this show in my lifetime and how classic it is and how it started the genre. I've watched a billion medical dramas, so it was very cool to go back and watch this and see how the roots are all in it. Yeah. I can't believe you haven't seen this. This is like exactly your type of show. It's 1982. I was not even in Canada or uh, walking. Fair enough. No, I just... I feel like because you have that love of General Hospital. Yeah, General Hospital is more about the mob than the hospital, if you're really honest about <laughs> That's it. That's amazing. It started out being about the hospital in the 60s, but when I was watching it in the 90s, I mean, people were getting shot and they went to the hospital, but... Oh, I see. So... It, it didn't really... Uh, it wasn't really involving the hospital, no. But there are some... Like, I've talked about ER so many times. House really loved Chicago Hope. There's a lot of great medical dramas out there. I was instantly hooked by this one. Yeah. Right? I did not expect the cast. It's a ridiculous cast. Uh, yeah, we knew going into it. And my biggest surprise was David Morse. Like, I am ter- was pretty much lead. terrified of that man. Yeah. He is so scary. We just talked about him, how he's in Disturbia, and how he hunts Shia LaBeouf. And how I had nightmares about him. And he is so charming and yeah, adorable on the show. It's like he's a different human being. <laughs> so young. Yeah. Like a baby. Yeah. He's baby David Morris. With a head of really curly blonde hair. And I, it's my favorite thing on earth now. <laughs> it's <laughs> Like I didn't know I needed a baby David Morris. But now that I have it. That's how I felt when I saw Ed Begley Jr. Oh, oh, see, he was cute. But I feel like I've seen him at that age. Like I've I have known him my no. whole life. I've known him since like... Well, I guess, yeah, he's cool. he's old, not old now. He's a bit wrinkly. On Six Feet Under was like pretty much the first time I was yeah. came aware of him. He's much older so now. I've known, I've been watching him since the 80s, so that one wasn't a shock. Denzel, again, like they all look amazing. Even Howie, who, you know, if you only know Howie Mandel as, as like now, now as... time. But I always knew him as curly-haired Howie, like back in the day, Long right? curly but hair. David Morris was the big one for me where I was like, oh, my. and Feeny! This Feeny. show ruined Mr. Feeny. But I he didn't ruin... Oh, I'm so upset about can't that. can't ruin Feeny. I liked him. That I liked was him my one problem with this show, is that Mr. Feeny is ruined now. I can't believe in the magic of Feeny now right. that I've seen this horrible Dr. Craig. You thought that he was just... I thought Feeny. William Daniels. Well, yes, yeah. yes. He came out. He's not capable of this racism. He's not William Daniels. He's Mr. Feeney. He's not in a, the Thousand Clowns or whatever that movie was called. He's Mr. Feeney. Exactly. He fights burglars in his front yard. Yeah. He scares them off at the age of 91. And he teaches the children. I'm going to try to put this as kindly as possible. The show has turned into a circus. And you three are driving the tiny car. Mr. Feeney. Mr. Feeney. All right, let's talk about the pilot episode of St. Elsewhere, which was sadly called Pilot. Pilot. It aired in October of 1982. In this intro to the series, Dr. Jack Morrison treats a young girl with dysentery. 
Dr. Annie Cavanero searches for a missing patient who happens to be a large permanent resident of a local mental institution. Dr. Ben Samuels tries to recall all of his conquests after being diagnosed with VD. Dr. Daniel Oshlander's liver cancer is revealed. A bombing victim is brought into the ER, as is the young man who set off the bomb. I don't know. I didn't notice that. No, that's a... And Dr. Wayne Fiscus and Dr. Kathy Martin begin a relationship. The fucking second and this episode is... thing, and it's a donut question. Oh, shoot. But it's not really. Sorry. It's okay. It's this description's fault, not my fault. But let's... Yeah. yeah. You guys well, missed the bomb? No! That the bomber was brought into the hospital. Oh, okay. You which apparently it. he was not. That happens in the second A bomb episode. victim was brought in. They make reference to him being in the hospital. Oh, okay. I but didn't he, catch it. But you don't it. see him on screen, because it's going to be, I think, Tim Robbins? It Ooh. is. Interesting. <laughs> there is so much in this pilot. Like, that description just tells you, right? There are so many doctors. There are so many names and so many things happening at once. And like Saskia said, Dr. Jack Morrison, David Morse, seems to be the center, at least, of these two episodes. Yeah. He's the kind of the heart of St. Eligius, which is the hospital that they work in. We find out he's a first-year resident, and he is struggling. He's been working two days straight. He's got to do a third day. He can't get his wife on the phone. Um, he's his, dealing with this one patient who's got this liver problem, the young patient. Can't figure out exactly what it is. Girl Sandy, she's been puking for days, and they don't know what's wrong with her. And on top of that, his friend, I guess, Dr. White, is not showing up and saying that he's covering for him, so he's got to deal with all his patients. We find out he's Miss Rounds, um, and their boss, Westfall, is that his name? Yeah. Uh, Dr. Westfall is not happy about it. So it's a habit of his. Yeah. Dr. Ehrlich, what is a Murphy sign? A Murphy sign is a palpable mass found below the liver margin of the tender on deep palpation. Go ahead, Dr. Chandler. Uh, your analysis is negative. Abdominal series shows no obstruction. Stones are freer under the diaphragm. There is a mild ileus. Nice of you to join us, Dr. Morrison. Now, has the patient ever uh, had a similar episode? Uh, no, sir. Does the patient have orthostatic hypotension? That's false. Started right around 20 minutes ago. I know, Fiskis, I know. What happened? The guy in 4W hadn't gone to the bathroom. 4W? Your patient? No. Peter White's. When he shows up 20 minutes late the second time. Well, it's because he was saving a, a man who was dying and did die. A Dr. White's patient. Yes. Yeah. 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 Who? What? The, the guy in the wheelchair? Yes. That was a different Later, time. It turns out to be important. That yes, a, he's a missing... He is the um, missing patient. The missing patient. We may as well just get that out of the way now. I kind of liked... I feel like any other show would have made way more of that scene so that we would have been suspicious from the beginning. Not suspicious at all. I, yeah, totally was surprised by that reveal, completely. And I think in any other show I've watched, I would have seen it coming. I yeah I agree. This show does a lot of weird little things, surprising things. That does, shot where they're going down the hall and there's music playing. We're just looking around at everyone, and then one character comes up and mouths words to the camera, and then we flip around and reveal that it's an orderly listening to music on headphones, <laughs> listening to the police. Yeah, which was amazing. Oh, the soundtrack yeah. in this was great. And she's like, "Uh, go to work, dude. Like, get your shit together." Yeah. That was the nurse. She's very uh, nosy in, in everyone's business. Yes. Nurse There's Helen. So many people. Yeah. Uh, 
So when Dr. Annie comes in in the beginning and he she talks to Jack and she says, check on blah, blah, blah. Was she talking about Henry? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's what kicked off the search, right? No, she was just leaving. She was trying to get out of there. She's like, it's Sunday. I don't, I like, I'm not a first year anymore. I don't want to hear about how tired you are. Like, we all had to go through it. Like, and then by the way, and I wrote down, check on Gentry. And then I was going through my notes and I was like, who's Gentry? Gentry. So I think she must have said Henry. Let's assume. I did. Let's assume. I thought, yeah, maybe you guys would have written it down. I did not write it down. Anyway, I think she asked him to check on Henry, who is later missing. When she goes to find him again. He's the the man who has already died. Yes. On the ground. He'll be missing for the entire episode. Because somebody cause he, is neglected. There's been no death report filed. Yeah. Well, they almost found him, but then it turned out it was just a little kid with the same name. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God. That's what that was. <laughs> yeah. I, I completely like, missed the part where they said they That's not Henry Smith. Name. And he was like, well, tell his mother that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then we get the wonderful uh, VD doctor. What's his name? Ugh, Samuel. Doctor Samuel, which who does not appear in the finale. So Pierce Ray. Yes. Does he a die of his VD or get fired for sexual harassment? Ooh. <laughs> but he only has gonorrhea. <laughs> only. Actually, uh, not so good. I, I've got um, gonorrhea. <laughs> That's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> the thing is, surely, uh, if I've got, uh, uh, you know, uh, this problem, it's uh, very likely that you will uh, also uh, likely ha- have this problem. Oh? Yeah. Um, oh, I see. Surely, I, I can't tell you how terrible this makes me feel. I mean, like such a, a low life. I, I, I can't tell you how... Humiliating and, and degrading. Ben, we just went to the movies. I mean, you... What? You fell asleep halfway through the picture. Really? Oh. <laughs> really? Oh, I can't tell you how good that makes me feel. I think... Uh... He only gave it to at least six women, uh, one of which he doesn't even remember he didn't actually yeah. have sex he apo- with. That was amazing. He apologizes to her for giving her VD, and then she tells him he passed out halfway through the movie and they didn't do anything. No. Right. He was the scummiest character we met. Oh my god. Was he ever. As if the VD storyline is not enough, then when they're operating yeah. on a patient, he comments on her body and talks about how sexy she is while he's cutting yeah. her open on he's the table. Super gross. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I was I, really happy to see that he was not there, even though, I mean, I'm sure just nothing really happened to him. <laughs> I would like to assume he died of VD. No I, doctor would treat him, and then he died of it. He has to have gotten fired. He <laughs> has to have gotten fired. Hopefully. Can he uh, die from that? No. I think you can only die from syphilis. What's the one that's in your brain? Syphilis? Syphilis. Yeah. That's the one that kills you. And HIV, obviously. Obviously. If untreated. Sorry. Let's not spread any rumors. I'm not a doctor. Let's put that out there right now. Let's also not spread any BD. Never. Let's not. Let's make that our primary goal. Had a sexually transmitted infection. And I am proud of it. Okay. Let's get back to work here. (laughs) Should we? Literally. I feel like we have to chime in now. No, you don't have to share your status. That is like a thing with me. I tell people that all the time. Like, it's my goal to die disease-free. And it's not easy in this day and age. No, it's very hard. It spreads like wildfire. 
Well, you're doing a great job. Thank you. Keep it up. Proud of myself. And that's not a judgment on anyone who has. It's just my personal mission. It's just important to me. That's a good thing. It's a, really, it's it's a solid mission. We're on board. We're on board. Not going this. near Dr. Peter. No, not Dr. Peter White. Dr. Samuels. Dr. Samuels. Dr. Ben Samuels. Uh, but Dr. Wendy has not had sex with him. She proudly tells Wayne. Uh, she's like, no, I don't have to worry about that, which is great. Uh, another funny part was when they were doing rounds and then in the background, they got like tangled up with a gurney and like Denzel Washington and like five other people were like on the floor and they, they don't, they barely <laughs> even showed it. They were cause like the other doctors were still talking to their boss and yeah. he didn't even turn around and see it. And it was really, I thought it was funny. Just a mess of a hospital. Yeah. They're just not doing good. No. And there's not a lot of space. It doesn't look very clean. <laughs> and all their gear. I couldn't tell. I didn't realize when we started watching that this show is supposed to take place in, like, a dilapidated hospital. Yes. Like, run down. I was watching it, I'm like, wow, we've really come a long way. I thought this <laughs> was, like, a top-of-the-line hospital. Gotcha. No. Yeah. No, or that's the Boston would... General. That's the top-of-the-line yeah. hospital. Yeah, that became apparent over the They hour. don't have funding. <laughs> Maybe we'll get to see it. That would okay. be great. I'd love to see what the sets look like for a good hospital in those yeah, days. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so they do the rounds with Dr. Westfall, and Jack tells him what's going on with Sandy, and then he gets paged, and he has to run off. He's taking her for a liver scan. He tries to get a coffee. He thinks it's dysentery. Yeah, because she was in South America on some school trip. But a while ago, so, but yeah, six weeks. People disagree on this diagnosis. Yes, it's very tense. Yeah. She's also not in her hometown. Her parents aren't there. She was on another trip with school. So she's in Boston. And I think they're, I don't know where they said they were. Can't remember. Doesn't matter. It's taking them a while to get there. Well, I don't, yeah. Yeah. Uh, He tries to get a coffee, but he gets called away. And that is when the patient um, who, they were just transferring rooms, which I didn't catch, but they say again at the end, um, just died. And they try to do CPR on him and it doesn't work. And he's dead. It's pretty... I thought they... Well, they, they ended out of line. It's like, just give him another minute. He'll come around. Yeah. And he did He did not come around. And oh then God. the next thing we see is, uh, is what's-his-face, running towards his rounds because right. he's late. And I thought he was, like, going to run to someone who could save this person. Like, no, <laughs> he died. He's dead. <laughs> see, and to me, that was, like, the next morning, like, hours later. <laughs> I don't think that was immediately after. Because he blamed weird. Uh, him being late on having to cover for Dr. White. Yeah. But that patient wasn't Dr. White's patient. It was Dr. Annie's patient. Uh, the mental, from the mental ward. Who's yes. missing? Yes. Yeah. So we find out that uh, Dr. Craig, who I am going to just refer to as Beanie, um, is responsible for them having all these brand new clocks, and they all don't know why they have them, but apparently it's important that every clock in the hospital reads the same time, which does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. And you, like, thought made me think, like, you were like, oh, yeah, like, doy, like that. That that would be pretty important, but move for so a time much... there, you don't have, didn't have control over that. And everyone moves so much more slowly. In reacting to emergencies than we see on TV. Yeah, in hospital like, shows now. When when she pulls up that Henry Hill in the wheelchair, and she's like, he's not breathing. He goes over and, like, puts his head next to him for a second. He's like, <laughs> he's like are you right, sure? You're right. Let's get him onto the floor. And they slowly lower him down. And they're like, oh, uh, go get the crash cart. It's like, yes. call, the, call a code blue. It's so true. Uh, so 
Ehrlich, Dr. Ehrlich. Uh, Ed Begley. Who's Ed Begley Jr. Yeah. Ed Begley, yeah. And looked great in this show. Yeah. He did. He uh, looked like a little ventriloquist. It was crazy. His hair was crazy. Uh, he compares Feeney to Napoleon and says that he makes him sweat. So right away we get that this is like the head, the big honcho in this hospital that's like doesn't treat anyone else very kindly, right? Um, then we meet Dr. Kathy, who's all dressed in black and immediately takes Wayne's attention. And he's like, ooh, who's this lady? <laughs> and then he finds out from Denzel that she's in pathology and they're like, oh, she's dressed appropriately. Ha ha ha. Like, I was like... Yeah, okay. she's a real stereotype. She's a, she's. A, I have a lot of questions. I mean, the major donut question here is their relationship, and we get some information in the finale. And we'll wait to talk about that, but she does not make sense. No, to no, me. she's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gary and I were gone together for about five years. I was really crazy about him. Like he's dead. He was into pathology. And since I was into Gary, naturally, I got into pathology. Naturally. I'll tell you one thing, though. I'm not going out with people I work with anymore. Well, I guess it kind of makes it hard to carry on a conversation. I mean, with pathologists. You know, you're very sweet, Wayne. And you have really nice eyes. Thanks. They're Lithuanian. You know, this sounds weird, but I haven't kissed a man since Gary died. Except for his father at the funeral. I'd really like you to kiss me. Would that be all right? She's unhinged. She's- and she doesn't seem realistic in any, no. in any sense of the word. I agree with I you. I feel... Is this show supposed to be a soap opera? No. It, well, it's a, I mean, it's it's a soap drama. Yeah, a it, nighttime soap. There's scenes in this that remind me of Twin Peaks. Oh, interesting. Okay. Did you see any? No. no. Okay. Okay. That's fair, though. There are I, moments. I'll let you... It's shot very similar. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so one of the things that kind of bothered me about this show is that they left a lot of things hanging, and I was like... Is that on purpose, or did they... There's many through lines in this season. Like, yeah. for instance, they're, after they do their rounds, Westfall says he wants to see Armstrong and Chandler in his office at 9.30, and we're constantly told what time it is, right? Yeah. That scene never happens, and nothing ever comes of that. So that must be, like, coming So tomorrow? was that, a, or was it a, like, for, because I thought, okay, because it was 9 a.m. when that happened. And I was yeah. like, does he mean 9.30 a.m., or to come at 9.30 p.m. when the day's over, and, like, tell me... Like, report back or whatever. Not clear. But then it never happened either way. Um, So, like, was that a scene that just got cut out of this episode with that line stayed in because they couldn't cut around it? You know what I mean? Like, anyways. In the finale, there's way more stuff that doesn't get resolved, which I assume just rolls into season two, I hope. We'll talk about that. But Mm -hmm. that was one of the examples where I was like, okay, why did he say that if we never saw it? It would be weird if that was meant to be the next day. If we're going to like come in on the next episode and do that. Yeah. When we know that nine months at least has passed over the course of the Generally season. in television, there's not a lot of dialogue that's spoken for no reason. Right. Like they don't have a lot of space for it. So if someone says something, it usually comes back around for some reason. So that one stood out as me like, okay, I was waiting for them to go and find out like he was going to be like, give them something to do or whatever. And it just never happened. So I feel like... 
a Denzel probably had a bigger storyline in this episode, oh, um, but forgot cut for time. Cut out? Yeah. Sorry, Denzel. Yeah. You're doing better than everyone else on here. And looks so <laughs> freaking handsome. I think he is now the biggest star off this show. Yeah, yes. and it's crazy to watch him have nothing to do. He definitely is. Which is great. I have a donut question about it as well. You know what I mean. Like, yeah. it's just cool to see where you start and then where you can end up. So, this is the scene that ruins Feeney forever. He comes storming out of the OR into um, the boss's office, complaining about Dr. VJ, calls him an Indian gas passer, which what isn't a slur, because he's the, the anesthetician, right? Oh, okay. So, it's literal. He's right. literally an Indian gas passer. Right, but it's such a long way but to go. But it's so, it's like, it's like a slur, but it's not. And he says he speaks worse English than his dog. That was not an okay thing to say. Hello, nice. Especially not because we get a scene with VJ later, <laughs> he's and he's great. perfectly yeah, he articulate. Ugh, I oh, think I he's pretending trying. he doesn't speak English, maybe to, to Feeney, oh, because love when he when he questions him later at lunch, he's like, "What do you do when this happens?" And he goes, "What?" <laughs> but then when he's talking to the other doctors, he's perfectly communicative, right? Anyway, that was the worst line. He speaks worse English than my German Shepherd. I was like. Oh Fuck God. you. You're <laughs> such an asshole. So yeah, Westfall just literally walks away from him when he has his back turned. He turns around in the middle of his freak out and realizes <laughs> that nobody is there. And he's like, I'm not being racist. It's just all these like third world. Anyway, he was being racist. Yes. Yeah. When you have to yell that you're not being racist. You're, you're definitely being definitely. racist. Yeah, I totally agree. Sandy says she's going to write an expose on the doctors and how they're a bunch of jackasses, which was really cute. We should say she's like, what, like they say how old she is, 15, 13? can't even 15? remember. She, no, 13. She, I thought she was going to be... Uh, yeah, they did say it. Look, she's, she's not like, old I think she said him. you're 15 when she was, like, flirting with him or whatever right. at the end. Yeah. Asking if he's still married or whatever. Right. Gosh. Okay. Uh, we find out Dr. Oshlander has liver cancer, and he's one of the top liver specialists in the world, so they think that's crazy that that can happen to him. Um, but then one Such of the irony. senior doctors was like, don't count him out. Like he's a tough bastard. <laughs> and we see in the finale of season one, um, that he definitely is. And I hope that he is like, um, is it Sutter on Sons? Who, the cop who's like dying the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I hope that Oshlander is alive in the finale of the series, that he that, that liver cancer never takes him down, because he was dope. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's just my opinion. So many people on this were, were dope. Yeah. So then Luther goes to Dr. Annie, and this is how the missing patient thing spirals out of control, because he's like, he literally says that he's going to shoot this patient. And all the patient has done is miss physiotherapy, which does not seem a thing to worth threatening to shoot someone over. He's very... He's, he calls he, him an animal, which maybe he is, but what he's done is miss an appointment. That's not animalistic. I thought it was like... should be in prison. He attacked me, exactly. This is a very strange attitude for this... It was uh, super weird, yeah. Uh, so she goes to find him, not in a room. Roommate has not ever seen him. Uh, asked the nurse, where is he? She's like, he's in his room. <laughs> nope, he's not. And uh, then starts the manhunt through the hospital. Everyone's making fun of her for losing a patient. Which can easily happen. Um, and I could see how it could happen. She is not very happy about like, it. how did he... Was it not somebody pushing him in the first place? Yeah, he yeah. was being moved rooms. Ah. 
But he she never made it to though. the room he like was supposed somebody, to be in. Yeah. Somebody would have... She would have picked him up from point B, but he never that... made it to B. Yeah. Because he died in the hall. Yeah, and then went died. down to the creek. Right, so maybe the room she went to was the new room. Yeah, so it had, in the system, he had been switched right, rooms. Sense. But he actually never made it. He died in, on the way to his new room. Anyway, find out he's six foot six. He's a drug user. He lives in a mental hospital. Like, he's hard to friggin' miss. Yeah. Like, where is he? And the nurse is like, I don't know, maybe he left. And she's like, no, his clothes are still there. Like, if his clothes are still there. This was a very frustrating story. Line. He hasn't yeah, gone anywhere. We know. We know. Well, we. Did, I didn't. Know I, had no I had no idea. I was the same idea. person. I did not. Not even occurred to me that it might be the same person. I thought it was just a moment to show action in the hospital because it happened so early, yeah. and we have like a lot of talky scenes. Suddenly, this thing happens. I. I did honestly didn't put it together. I it even in the later. very next scene, Wayne, they're all having lunch together. He's bragging about this, you know, code that happened and how how you saved the day and they pulled the patient out. And then they're like, hey, Jack, you ever do anything like that? And he's like, yeah, last night. And the guy fucking died. Yes, that's when he... I still didn't even put it together nope. then. When the, when she was... Uh, they were making fun of her in that scene about losing that patient. It was, for me, literally not until they unzipped the bag and showed his face. And he's like, here he is. No, <laughs> for is me, it was when Jack was like, I know where he is. I was like, oh, shit. He's that guy that died in the wheelchair. Fuck. Uh, so Jack questions dr white and he's like what the hell bro like why are you telling someone to tell someone that i'm gonna cover for you he's like oh you know i tried to call you but it didn't work i'm like my kid was sick like i immediately thought that was a lie what did you guys think what totally you, oh, yeah, okay. i didn't know what was going on with that guy but yeah. it was like it, it's it was a bullshit move yeah he would have found a way to tell to get the information to somebody yeah but also just like that the that his kid was sick i was like that's because it makes uh, Jack immediately pivot and be like, oh, well, is he okay? Yeah, it's a super manipulative Yeah, lie. and it's just like he's not telling the truth. And he almost is like, oh, shit, I don't even know. Like, I haven't thought the lie through. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the excuse is or whatever. Anyway, uh, I didn't I didn't care for that. Uh, they find out Sandy has an abscess on her liver. She doesn't want any scars because she likes to wear bikinis. Oh, my God. She says her mom's going to flip out when she finds out. They've been telling her she has the flu. Uh, to keep her calm. Uh, that whole thing. Mm, yeah. But it makes, it actually does make more sense later than when the mom decides to move the girl to, to Boston, to Boston General. General. The good hospital. The good hospital. I'm the fancy move, new I'm, hospital. I'm going to move her to the fancy hospital where they haven't lied to me about my daughter's condition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even well, know she was Well, they also have that, hospital. they have that two doctors competing with each other. One of them wants to schedule her for surgery and then our, our friend is like, No. It's not necessary. We're going to do this the other way. We're going to do it the other way. Well, uh, yeah, they get into a fight in the hallway because um, the other doctor wants to, you know, do the procedure they would always do with this condition. And he's like, no, the condition's being caused by, like, microscopic bugs. And if you cut it open, then you're going to go all over her body. Yeah. Like, that is a huge mistake. And then uh, Westfall actually has to, like, referee the argument and then asks the guy for a favor, and um, he's like, okay, fine, whatever. Tells him to him wait the for test, the results. Which comes back, it's proving that Jack was correct, and that she doesn't need the surgery. Yeah, he's vindicated. He saved that little girl's life. Which is great. And that's why when the mom comes in and is like, listen, we are taking this girl to the hospital, and Sandy is like, she's going to have to drag me out of here. Like, she's like, obviously got a crush on oh. Dr. Jack, who's so cute. Uh, and he's like, you know what, babe? Like, not babe. She Yo, did not babe. say babe. That's what I would say. <laughs> no, like, you know what, babe? Uh, I've already fixed you. 
like, like everything I'm going to do, it's been done. We know what's wrong with you. Like, you're just going to be in the hospital just recovering. But, like, you don't need me for that. So, you know, just let your mom have her way. Just make her happy kind of thing, right? She would have had a way better time if she'd stuck around. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. But maybe there's also cute doctors at Boston General. Come on. We it's don't know until some, we go there. Newer, more modern facility. I mean, if you watch <laughs> medical <laughs> dramas, you know there's a hot doctor in every hospital. Yeah. At least them. one. Otherwise, pretty much all of them. Look, why they, would you they go know there? how to take care of themselves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we get a brief scene with Dr. Beale, who I wish we had gotten to see more of. He's only briefly in the finale as well. But um, Dr. Annie, like, goes up to the psych ward to try and see if he's yeah. seen uh, their missing patient. And he's, like, reading ink blots like he's a patient. But he's actually a doctor. <laughs> and he's kind of like, no, I haven't seen him. Like, not concerned at all. Just, like, waves her off. He's like, if I see him, I'll, I'll tell him you're looking for him or whatever. But he doesn't really care. And that's, like, his only scene in this episode. And I thought it was really funny. Uh, yeah. He was, he was, he, there's so much I'm excited to see more of. Yeah. Like I like I like all these characters, I especially like, Feeny. Yeah, no, <laughs> God damn Feeny it. is the worst. I thought Gary Cole was in this, but yeah. it turns out it was not Gary Cole. No, unless he just didn't get credited for it. But I thought he was the guy that when they were when the bomb victim came in, he he was the one who said that uh, she's the lucky one. Two people died. Oh yeah, but, that guy made me mad. Yeah, he wasn't the best, but I definitely thought it was. Cool. There were a lot of people in both these episodes that did not get credits, so Is it's it? still possible. It's entirely possible, yeah. I didn't really? notice him. Yeah, there were so many people that spoke that weren't on IMDb, it was driving me insane. <laughs> <sighs> I almost had to make up names for people. Well, uh, that, you know what that means. We gotta get DVDs of this, and we gotta finish filling out IMDb. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm, I'm down for that. So, Howie Mandel gets offered a radish. Oh my god, that's such a weird oh, scene. So yeah, fucking weird. He encounters a pathologist in the stairwell where she's eating her lunch alone. He cannot get over the fact that she's eating vegetables. It's like, what, so is dumb. the cafeteria closed? Like, yeah. No. Are you on a diet? No. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? And then he makes like the point to say that he doesn't like to eat anything. And nothing that grows in that dirt. That grows in dirt. Yes, which again was annoying. I what found him pretty charming. <laughs> like, he has his Howie magic in this, I feel yeah. like. They give him exactly to do what he should be doing. Yeah. yeah. Which I thought worked for him. But I didn't like this this lady. No. I like her, but I don't like most of her exchanges. Was this Kathy as well? Yeah, her name is Kathy. Yeah, the same person that, the crazy person? Kathy with a C, yes. yeah. She works in the morgue. I didn't, yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. realize that that was the same person who also offered him the radishes. Uh, it's just yes. such an obvious character same choice Same lady. Make, yeah, uh, she's like obsessed mortician. with death and sex, and she wants to have sex on the cadaver table um, like, surrounded by dead bodies covered in newspaper maybe this yeah was... which is very weird wow that they were covered in newspaper like <laughs> i like that the fuck there was a weird scene where uh that would smell so bad <laughs> yeah that's true well it backfires on him doesn't it yes dr westfall is trying to buy scrubs but blue scrubs are in fashion so they're selling for way more than they can afford them so they have to switch to green scrubs <laughs> that was really funny uh, and then, of course, Nurse Helen, who's the biggest gossip in this hospital, comes running to him and, and spills the beans. He doesn't know that Henry's missing and has been missing for, like, 24 hours. Uh, Dr. Annie has not called security, and she says it's because he's had such a hard life, and it's he's her responsibility. And just how long has this Mr. Smith been missing? Since last night. Uh-huh. 
And I imagine you told the charge nurse, who in turn passed this little bit of information on to someone else. Yes. Who in turn? I guess so. So it seems to me that uh, everyone in the hospital knew that this man was missing except security. Is that right? I didn't see any reason to get hysterical. You weren't thinking, Governor. I thought I could handle it. What's the trouble, Annie? Dr. Westfall, there's no trouble. Now, come on. A patient is missing and you don't notify security? Your job is to treat him, you know, not to find him. Now, what the hell's going on here? Did you see the white sheet on Henry Smith? No, I didn't. The man hasn't had a good day in his life. No home, no family, nothing, and nobody. The kind of trash you see washed up on the streets every day, but you never stop to look because it makes you too uncomfortable. See, Henry Smith is my patient. He's my responsibility. And then... And that's it. And then... All right. Best line of this entire fucking pilot. Yeah, which I did not write down word for word. I'm sorry. Hopefully someone will put it here. Dr. Carbonaro, we're, uh, we're all aware of your skills as a physician, you know. And they're considerable. But none of us is expected to handle everything. Not even a woman. But it's something about how not even women are expected to do everything on their yes. own. Yes! <laughs> yes! That's so great. I don't know where that came from or why it was said, but I loved it. I will find it. And then they call security. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also find out Jack went to school in medical school in Mexico, which is a little shady, which is probably why he works at the crappy hospital. Um, and this is when the bomb, which in his, to be fair, he did his first two years there. Yeah. And finished in the and, U.S. Yeah. Cause his grades were bad. I'm not, not, whatever. I, I'm look, just, I, I get it. Just we, thought we it was interesting to, to throw uh, that out there and to be telling a patient. Yeah. That's under your care. Yeah. Interesting. At least he's very honest. Yeah. So they try to save the woman um, who survived the bomb blast. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think we learn she dies. I think not, obviously. Because... Don't question. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, okay. Because uh, Feeney wants to use helping her for press. And he offers to be the face of the campaign. And then when Westfall agrees, he's like, all right, I'm bringing you a tie so you don't embarrass me. <laughs> it was so creepy. I thought that was a pretty good idea. Though. Oh, God. Well, he's like, Boston General did it. We should do it, too. He's right. He's like, have... I got you those clocks. You want me to get the parking lot fixed? Yeah. Do what I say. <laughs> it's crazy. But in a great way. He's making yeah. that hospital better, even though he's kind of a weird old racist. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. He's definitely an, well. He's I don't know if he's weird, but he's I an old racist. We should just remind everyone. And he's so not old compared to like Feeny. No, Feeny. Oh, that he's young then, and and but he's still old. He's old and young at the same time. It's so crazy. And compared to now, ninety-one. Oh, it was the bomb victim. That's the one that Samuels was talking about. How hot she was uh, when he was operating on her. And, and was then, it also the ridiculous born to run the cover. Oh, it was so bad. It was so bad. It was... And then I think he looks... Thank you for picking up on that. He looks across the operating table and tells Dr. Ehrlich that by proxy, he probably also has VD. Because they have both slept with the same girl. Like, what is... This character isn't even a character. This man is not a doctor. He's a menace. Yes. (laughs) Yes, he's a public health disaster. What the fuck kind of plot line is this? He literally goes around the entire episode apologizing for giving people VD. (laughs) We watched a very similar And then in the second episode, he's not there. This was basically what we saw on Shameless recently. 
Yes, right? exactly. Frank, Frank did this. No, Frank was trying to hide the fact that he, he was didn't the one admit that it. gave her no, ready. He would true. never apologize. He didn't admit it. He is also but he's Frank. at the center of it. This yeah. man is Frank this Gallagher. Is Frank and Gallagher. also everybody in the hospital knows about it. Yeah. Everybody. So bad. Like, Why away. do people keep sleeping with him? Right? Oh, Why would right? anyone after the... F- I don't know. I agree. Disgusting. He's one of the least charming doctors at the hospital. He was awful. Yeah. Uh, Annie is still looking for her patient. Finally, Jack hears about it, and he's like, oh, shit, I know where he is. And she takes him down to the morgue, realizes the death certificate is still in his pocket. It has not stopped in literally three or four days. And she freaks out and tries to hit him. This was... Uh, This was big. Her... His reflexes were good. She catches him, and then he takes off. And then she comes back later to apologize, and he is crying and he just like loses his shit he's like he's so done he is like beyond done and he just starts screaming about how he can't he dreams about his patients and he's trapped in the hospital why must he always be available yeah and she just kind of tries to comfort him she doesn't really say anything because there's not much you can say right he's also very upset about the fact that he doesn't know who his wife is anymore he's, she's just sleeping when he comes home it's a real so it's there, a, there it's a moment. really hard time for him at and this point. such a hard jump for us to go from that to in the finale she's having their first baby, baby. I know. It's like oh my god what have another i don't I mean, have they've at least seen each other once because they had sex. I don't have a question pregnant. about this, but in, I think she finds it's either episode two or three that he finds out he's going to be a father. Oh, okay, so, so maybe she's already, already pregnant. pregnant. We uh, should be keeping track so of how many first seasons end with a baby. Haven't right? seen uh, each other. Yeah, I don't know if she's. <laughs> I actually didn't look up if she's in it. Well, she has some plot lines. Oh, the the no. scene where Feeney is talking about taking the credit for helping the bomb victim is when he says the title of the show. Which is that people refer to their hospital as Saint Elsewhere because it's the last place that you want to end up. Uh, which I kind of liked. Normally I don't like it when you say your title, title in the episode. But I hadn't really considered ever what Why? it meant. Yeah. And then when I saw the hospital, like the very first scene, we see it's Saint Eligius, right? And, and then I the just... title pops up right below it as yeah. well. And I'm like, are you contradicting yourself? So to have him say, like, it's our nickname. Um, it's, I liked it too. Yeah. I liked it a lot. And yeah, I think I, that's that's all I have for the pilot. Yeah. yeah, did we go through everything? I think we did. Yeah, like, like yeah, it said, ends on all... him. It ends on them hugging, pretty much. Yeah. After and... he has his breakdown, like there's the weird, creepy scene in the morgue, which we kind of oh yeah, on. we don't really need to get into it, but she yeah, starts talking about her. her ex, and uh, does he have sex with her? Yeah, yeah, yes. it's, it's in the pilot. That's right. That's right. It is uh, And the awesome. other, the very last scene is the cleaning lady, Irma, and uh, Westfall is, says he's going home to his kids, and she's like, you know what, you need to get married again. And he's like, you know, my wife died. And she's like, wife dies, get another one. <sighs> Good advice. I thought that was so Solid funny, advice. I don't know why. I hope we get to see his kids, I wonder how old they are. And um, then he sees Jack sleeping in Sandy's room by her bed. He's She's not leaving until the morning, and he's like, "Oh, look, my doctors are such good doctors." Anyway, that's how I took it. He's gonna be, yeah, no, yeah. It is. But again, I once again, Peter, he's but it's not Jack. going home. No, if Peter was sleeping next to that girl's bed, we'd have a, we'd, be, we'd all be very worried. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he wasn't in this episode much. No, he wasn't. I actually thought we only, yeah. But in episode twenty-two, entitled "Addiction," 
Probably for him. Which... This episode was great. Aired in May 3rd, 1983. There was so much cool stuff happening. I was in Canada by then. Morrison's wife goes into labor. White loses a girlfriend and gains a wife while (laughs) falling under suspicion when drugs are stolen. Dr. Craig's son, Stephen, arrives for a period of observation and causes problems for Ehrlich. Martin casts her spell over Fiscus again, and Dr. Oshlander and an old friend get into a fist fight as they reminisce about the past. That's very misleading. Yes. They did not, A, get into a fist fight. No one hit anyone with fists. Uh, Did we ever get confirmation who took the drugs? No, that's what I'm saying. We don't know who stole the drugs. I thought it it was Um, implied that it was the the son. The son? It was suggested, but there was never any, like, evidence to brought. But he says that it's been broken into three times in the past month. How could he have done it the first two times? Also, he, like, he, what what does the son do? He smokes weed in the stairwell. Yeah. And then he takes nitrous nitrous oxide. And then he takes pills. Right. Okay, but that storyline also never got wrapped up because Ehrlich never says anything or does anything about it. He tries to talk to the kid after the advice from... From VJ. VJ. Yeah, yeah says, but... you're in a real pickle. Doesn't, doesn't <laughs> really go anywhere. he was like, so Steven, like, he's like trying to be like, well, my friend has this problem. Yeah. He's like, your fucking friend. Like, <laughs> come on. All right, let's start at the start. Okay. Uh, Jack is still on night shifts. That, that, that we know. That hasn't changed in 22 episodes. Uh, but his wife is there. Yeah. That's a nice change. And in labor. She's in labor. There is a pool going on among the hospital staff of how long she will be in labor, how much the baby will weigh, and how long it and is. And what sex the baby oh, is. Oh, boy or girl. Of course. That's the obvious one, Hannah. Uh, then uh, we see a man from the shoulders down start a fire in the bathroom. Yeah. And Jenny, who I guess is a candy striper, tries to tell Dr. White, like, she smells smoke. And he's like, fuck off. Like, it's just the orderlies. They're smoking weed in the bathroom. She's like, "Mm, but can you check, please? And he opens the door and it's a raging trash can fire. (laughs) Um, So he, you know, calls for help, puts the fire out. And while that's going on, we see that the man whose face we can't see is smashing all the glass and stealing all the drugs. Can we just say how nonchalant he was about, about the, the fire? fire yeah he's like they're probably just smoking re- i guess you could oh still- before he saw oh, the yeah, fire. yeah. Yes. Right. i thought you meant after i'm like i think he reacted pretty well to it once he understood there was a fire but yes i agree a smoke in a hospital when could fire you- in a hospital when did they ban smoking in hospitals oh my god like 90s that's it for sure that's for it? sure in the 80s you could smoke in a hospital that's insane you could smoke in universities you could pretty much smoke anywhere until yeah Mid late 90s. How bad it was. I remember being a kid and you could still smoke in Tim Hortons. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Disgusting. And, did you, and that was a good time for you. I enjoyed <laughs> being a kid smoking I, in Tim Hortons. Oh, just just soaking up all that second hand. There were no, no, probably like obviously right. you couldn't smoke like in the operating room or whatever, right? right? Like around the office. Nowhere with an open incision. Yeah, but like in the waiting rooms and stuff, you could probably smoke. That's so crazy. Um, but then yeah, again, if you could smoke in the hospital, why? Well, I guess because you're smoking weed. That's why you're hiding in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. And because you're and on the job. And like smoke. That's true. That's also weird to think that the, what the son was doing wasn't probably as Smoking a joint for lunch? Well, yes, it is if you're like, you're a doctor. But then, okay, I, I agree. And the son of but, an esteemed... It was still illegal. 
Smoking weed was Smoking weed was legal. still illegal, but yeah. I mean, people, like, how many of these characters do you think will drink during the day? Yeah, that's shift? true. For sure. Or, like, take a pill or something like that. Like, yeah. there's so much you can't Even the oxygen. Even the, yeah. Like, that was insane. <laughs> that scene was insane. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah, uh, Ehrlich is nervous, and he apologizes to Feeney, and he doesn't even know why. She's like, I'm sorry. And then he finds out he's not in trouble. He just wants uh, Ehrlich to take care of his son, show him around for the day. He's and on vacation from He goes school. from saying no special treatment to making VJ give him and his son an oxygen boost because they're hungover from partying the night before. <laughs> I'm like, that's Fuck you. Just treat him like you'd treat any other top yeah. student of Ohio State. Ugh, okay. So gross. Right. Yeah. Did not care for that. Uh, can we talk about Bradwood Davies? Do you know who Bradwood Davies was? Uh, I know the name. Because he had the same last name as me. So it's of pretty course. important. He was the one-man band guy in the waiting room. Yes. That's With who that the was? broken ribs. That's, this episode was off the rails. <laughs> yes. yes. The fire gets lit. People are doing drugs inside. They're like... One man band is like doing oompa music in the hallway. The yeah. craziest suicide I have ever heard of. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so d- this is the patient you were talking about in the waiting room who won't wake up. His name is Gene. Gene, Gene Custody. And uh, the nurse is like, well, he was, f- he seemed totally fine when he came in. He filled out all the forms. He's like, well, obviously he's not fucking fine. His like pupils are blown. Can't keep his head up. Yeah. He's not okay. Um. So they, uh, you know, give him, they find drugs on him and they're, you know, they treat him appropriately. Go pump his stomach. And he lives. Yay. Yeah. Uh, Jenny tells Dr. White the drugs have been stolen and he's like, oh, fuck. This is not good. And then they go to see uh, him and Ehrlich and the son go to see uh, this lady. They call him Marie oh, yeah. by her first name and she freaking loses that it. That was a great scene. Yeah, she it was. She was really good. Out and she said they're trained to be patronizing, which is so true. <sighs> and he's like, oh my god, you're not going to tell your dad about this, right? And he's like, no. Do you want to go smoke a joint? <laughs> he's like, uh, no. no. <laughs> and he lights it up right there in the hallway. In the it staircase. Was, it was bizarre. Uh, Westfall says the police commissioner is on the robbery, and um, Nurse Helen is, and she, he's like, I told him it wasn't an inside job. And she's like, Well, was it? And he's like, Well, who was on duty? She's like, Dr. White. And he's like, Fuck. And this is our obviously not having seen the donut, knowing absolutely nothing. Yes. First indication that, like, uh oh. There's something wrong with Dr. White. Something yeah. is not good here. Yeah. And he's. Probably about to get blamed for this, even though it seemed obvious, I think, to us that it wasn't him. Yes. Right? Definitely. We're supposed to believe. Because when I got to the end of this episode, which took, like, these episodes took me so long because there's so many people with so many names. I was like, did I miss the reveal? No. And then I thought, was I supposed to think it was Dr. White? Like, because of after his freak out, which we'll get into. Um, but I don't think it was him. Definitely I not. Definitely and I don't think him. it was Steven. I think it's still someone we don't know. I think that's like their I end of season I think we need to watch the next episode. I don't have an answer. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's not in the donut. So, like, you don't need to know that, right? But, uh, yeah. Anyway, so Dr. Steven. Steven's on vacation from medical school, which is, like, so funny. Yeah. Because, like, he's a fucking disaster. Like, how yeah. could you survive medical school? If you're, like, high all day on three different 
kinds of drugs. That's a lot to do in, in like, of eight smoke hours. A huge joint. It was a pretty huge joint, yeah. And, like, nitrous oxide. He was passed out. Yep. Like, passed out with the mask on. Yeah. yeah. So it's still well, like, And the guy, was it, was that... Uh, right Luther? Back down there? Luther? Yeah, it was Luther. Like, he knew that he was there, hooked up to the machine, but he doesn't switch it off. <laughs> That's true. It's like, I know where he He's is. like, oh, yeah, let me show you. Oh, yeah, that was bad. Just crazy. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, through all of this, Nina still having her baby. Labor's still going on. Oh, did we mention that everyone's gambling on it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jack, they tell Jack to go sleep. Just get some rest. Like, you know, there's nothing you can do here. When they come to Jack, the only the only thing that's left to guess on is uh, 36 hours, 12 pounds, and female. <laughs> Those are, that's what he can, it was... <laughs> 12 pounds. And you do not want to hope that your wife goes through 36 hours. No, you do not. Yeah. Some of the female doctors are feeling guilty about hoping that that she'll be in labor for 23 hours so that they can win the money. Not guilty enough not to gamble on it. No, but guilty enough to bring it up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Really helpful. Oh, it's pretty bad. Okay, so let's talk about Dr. Oshlander and his friend Herbie. They are having uh, the saddest slash most hilarious conversation about how they missed the war, how that was the good time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. It was a Monday. I remember like it was yesterday. Cold, dry. All I wanted to do was get at the Nazis. So I enlisted. I didn't let them know I was a doctor. I wanted to get in the infantry. I didn't know there were any Nazis in New Guinea. There weren't. Roosevelt saw fit to send me after the Japanese. I guess he knew how much MacArthur needed me. It's just as well. The war in Europe was a nightmare. What? No recurrent malaria, no berry-berry. All you guys got was a developed taste for French wine. Well, we deserved it after all that Sicilian red we drank. I bet you never thought we'd miss 1943, Herbie. No, I guess I never did. I do miss Rita, though. All the time. Well, look at the bright side. Gold. You've got diseases. You've had heart surgery, and you're wearing a pacemaker. The way things are going, you should be with her very soon. I don't know whether that's good news or bad news. We've come a long way from Kelly Street, didn't we? Yeah, further than we probably had any right to. And we didn't end up in jail like the rest of the neighborhood. Yeah, I guess we fooled a lot of people. How did we get to be so old? There's nothing wrong with being old, Danny. It's just that a lot of people our age give old a bad name. They felt alive. Uh, it was just really funny. And they're, you know, talking about how they've come a long way together. And, and Herbie is saying, nah, I don't like Boston. It's just like, it's too something, which was a great line. Uh, so they're in the car and he's trying to talk to him about, like, he's been going through chemo, obviously, for his liver cancer. And then all of a sudden they get cut off. And uh, Herbie is really upset at this because his wife, who he's been talking about a lot, talking yes. about how much he misses her. Um, was killed in a hit-and-run accident. And that was kind of a weird, because then when um, Oshlander was like, yes, I know. Like, obviously he would know. Like, it's, yeah. that was just for us. Yeah. Um, so they, like, chase the driver down, and they get into, like, a screaming match with him, and he insults um, Herbie's wife, not knowing that she's died, obviously. Yep. And then he gets out of the car, and he starts hitting Herbie with a hammer in the head. It was very upsetting. I was so confused, though, because the guy drove away, and they ended up waiting at the light, and then turned when it was their time to go, and then the guy decides to, like, back up at them? Yeah. He came back. He was like, I'm not going to After he drove away, I was very confused. Yeah. It was... It's uh, (laughs) quite the fight. He got bloodied up. Oh, my God. He was covered in blood. He needed both of their coats... 
the bl- amount of blood splatter was absolutely insane. I loved it. I feel like I've heard, and this has never happened to me, but like if you cut yourself in like the head area, it like bleeds. It does effusively. It, it has you happened have an to me. I was crazy amount of blood. Hit- like, right on the top of my head with a hammer. Yeah. And it was a fountain. So you've been through this exact experience. <laughs> it was yeah. gruesome. So I didn't mind the, the bloodiness. What was funny is that he wore the coat again later as they left the hospital. Both of them. Both of their coats were ridiculous. <laughs> like, either of you would have been put into new clothing by but now. they loved People, it. They no, were they so have excited never to been, have been happier. Literally. He... Herbie loses his hearing in his right ear, and he thinks it's worth it. No. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I totally love This is my favorite part of this uh, episode. I love them, too. They were great. They were so great. Yeah. Loved it a lot. Yeah. Well, we get the scene between Peter when he gets called in. Yeah. Dr. Westfall. Dr. Westfall. And I quote, I'm having a weird time. <laughs> Doesn't think he's a very good doctor. Yeah, that was uh, tough. And he's eh? considering dropping him from the residency program. But he does say, it. you've had more problems this year than anyone deserves. Yes. Which I wonder. Don't want a question about that, too. I okay. want to know what happened yeah. to him. We'll wait for the don't question on we, that one. We all agree he's, like, in withdrawal right now, right? Yeah, he like, says he he's looks, on the, he went he to says the program, he's on the program. He's, he's, he's off the drugs right he's now. On the I'm in the program day. like you asked. I'm innocent, I swear. Well, we find out later he isn't in rehab. He's walked away because he can't stand being around those people. He says that to his little so, girlfriend. He may or may not have actually stopped. He looks like he stopped. Like he is. I feel like he's not using. Currently, he's. Right. I would say he's not. We all I think agree. he's just not. He's doing it cold turkey without anyone's help, which is never a great plan. <laughs> not when you're working full time as a doctor in a yeah, hospital. Yeah, and you've got drugs everywhere. Totally. Yeah. Well, and just I don't know. You can't be on your game in that condition. I'm amazed they kept him on staff. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Again, very, different time, different probably, time. right? Can can we talk about how they gave Denzel Washington shit about running? Yeah. yeah. And compared it to anorexia? <laughs> that was a weird scene, right? Well, that... I get it. No, no. I, like, she brought up an actual... One lady just blurted facts from magazines. From, a, from an abstract. From a medical It's a abstract. medical journal. I assume it's one of those things... You know, medical shows do this where, like, the writer's pick out, like, abstracts, and then they reference them and go through, like, in-character dialogue. So you know this must have been an actual study. Yeah. But it is, uh, they give him a lot of shit for running. He does run 10 miles a day, though. Yeah. Well, if they said, like, the people that run would rather give up sex and running. Like that's, One third I mean, of the people I, who run, yeah. That's, I believe that's a that. fine statistic. I agree. Yeah, I totally. That. And they do, you do get an endorphin high from it. So it's, it makes sense. But I just, I thought it was so extreme. It's kind of like they're they're making all this commentary, like, people wear scrubs, and, like, people run now. <laughs> like, I don't know. That whole, scene, really that whole scene's, like, about commentary on addiction, right? Because she's also talking about her sugar addiction. Yeah, that's and true, then the, the giant cake. And no, then the last it, shot is all of them digging into this big, yeah. goofy cake together. And they're very judgmental. And they're talking Dr. about Peter. Dr. White yeah. behind his back, even though he's sitting alone in the cafeteria with no friends. Yeah. They are not nice people. He makes us all look bad. Yeah. He must have done so. He must have Really I think they've up. had a hard time. Yeah, Doctor. Um, One of them says she's Wendy. Tired. No, yes, Wendy. It's not Wendy. It's uh, Jacqueline. Oh my God! There's too many of them. Doctor Ab- Annie Cavanero. Doctor Jacqueline Wade. <laughs> no. Nurse Lucy Papandro. It's Kathy. Oh my God. Um, Nurse Helen Rosenthal. Helen. Oh, it's Helen. I think. 
She's t- it's Christine uh, Christina Pickles. No, that's no, it's not Helen. No, Doesn't matter. The, uh, the other lady that um, the one with the glasses, the one that uh, Howie Mandel is with in the last episode, right? That runs out on him. No, that's this not episode. her either. Okay, okay. <laughs> this show is Shirley hard. is what I'm thinking of. We'd have to watch a whole season just to get these names down. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, maybe it's me, but I can't tell doctors apart. They all look the same to me. Oh my god, doctor. You are a doctor. I know. <sighs> it's very difficult shaving. And we had the scene between uh, Dr. Morrison and the... Gene. Gene. Yeah, she checks on him. He's stable. And he tells her that he has a daughter. And he's like, you have a daughter? Why the hell are you using? Yeah. Like, my wife left me. And I... One day they were just gone. Yep. And didn't leave a note. Wife stole the kid. And this is their second Dr. Hugh scene. The only scene where he shows up and he comes to talk to him again. And there's like, nothing happens. I'm like, this, they need to give this guy some more scenes. Yeah. It's worse than even Denzel. I guess he's just so we know there's a psychiatrist in the hospital. Yeah. But I feel like he's going to get some episodes. He would have to. He seems like a big, a good actor. He's done a lot of cool things. So uh, Now Ehrlich has lost Steven. Don't, they don't know. He doesn't know where he's gone after his uh, joint lunch. Um, so he's off to find him. And that's when they, he finds him sucking down gas. Nitrous oxide. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Annie decides to finally induce labor. It's been 20 hours, and she's still only one centimeter dilated. In eight hours. Mm. Which so, is crazy painful. Yeah. So oh. they're going to give her some drugs, even though she wanted to do it drug-free, to uh, make the baby come faster. And then Maya shows up, who we learn is Dr. Peter's wife. I guess estranged, because she says she hasn't seen him since his birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, um, a semi-donor question about it. He, she tries to bring champagne to the, the mama-to-be, Nina, but she's just being wheeled into an operating room, so it's not really great timing. So, oh, um, She tells her that don't throw relationships away like broken appliances. You nurse Helen tells her that after we learn two huge facts about her. One, she's been married at least three times, and two, she's had a mastectomy, I think, in the donut. Yeah. Definitely in the donut. Wow. That's a lot. Right? Yes, donut question. I did not well, like... Well, not that exactly, no, but can't related be. to it. I did not like her, but now I feel bad for her. Although the way she was talking about her husband's didn't really engender much sympathy. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. She's she's not on my, my top list of characters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then... That Ehrlich gets the advice to uh, talk to the son. The advice? talking to the father. Or the age-old Indian wisdom. Yes. That was, yeah, that was Racist. an odd, odd for, there's, the show <laughs> yes. does so many things well. It's got a real diverse cast. Everyone's getting That's parts. true. I really like that. And a lot, as many women as men, especially yep. who are doctors or not just nurses or yeah. support staff. There are a lot of female doctors. Of course, they're all fucking gorgeous. But of like, course. whatever. The boys are too. So that's. That's fair. That's what this show is. Yeah. You're well, that's either gorgeous or are. you're old. Yeah, exactly. Take a side. Uh, and then Jean gets a very weird visit. Yes, yeah, from Det- Detective Enright. I'm not dealing, I swear. Who are you talking to? Not even a pharmacist walks around the streets with that many pills on them. I told you, I'm not dealing. Let me see your prescription. Please. Listen up, Jean. The stuff we found, you had it. Unless you want to tell me who your connection is. Give me a break. I tell you that, I'm a dead man. Listen, buddy boy, you're a dead man anyway. 
Your record isn't exactly spotless when it comes to drug abuse. This time, no probation. The state has an old-fashioned way of rehabilitating guys like you. Cold turkey in a prison cell. Have a nice day. I thought that guy's acting was terrible. It was a very weird scene. This, the fact that he was like crunched up with his leg on yes! the head. Like the whole thing yeah. was weird. It was like a weird blocking. And he, what did he call him? Like, listen to me, buddy boy. I wonder if it was just like, all right, we have 30 seconds to shoot this goat. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they wanted a different actor for that. Maybe an older actor who could say buddy boy and pull Ooh, off. Didn't care for that. It no. was very weird. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then the next scene, which was my least favorite scene. Yes, I when, agree. Uh, Dr. Peter goes to Jill and is like, you have to leave work right now. I need you to spend time with me right now. Like, I'm going to lose my shit if you don't do exactly what I say right now. And she's like, fuck, the best thing that ever happened to you. I, oh, God, that made me so mad. <laughs> that was brutal. Uh, you told me. You said it. No. And that must have been no. your wife. I love when she was like, you're thinking of someone else. That does not sound like me. Uh, but yeah, she tells him she's already missed two days of work to help him out, and it doesn't look good. It's not good for her career. Again, amazing for her to put that out there. But then she fucking burns him with, like, I only started dating you because you're good at sex. Yeah. And you're so deep in with drugs now that it's, like, not worth it anymore. You are damaged yeah. goods. <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> I love Ever that scene. Uh, you moved in with me. You wrecked my car. Yeah. Yeah. You stole money that you always say you're going to pay back. It's like, you moved in real quick? Just move out real quick. Even less time. Done. But like when she's like, "You wrecked my car," he's like, "Well, insurance covered it." Oh, like that's I know, fucking right? fine. Ugh. Still have to get it fixed. I wrote big season for Peter White. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he came back. Hot damn, oh. Peter! And I, I, I am sad to say that his future is worse. And oh no, he's yelling all of this oh, publicly. Like so many people could hear that they're in a room with the door closed, but like. People can hear that. And his yeah. wife is in the hospital. Like, I felt so bad for her. And then she fucking takes him back. He does not deserve that. No. In but my you do promise us that his life gets worse? <laughs> yeah. No. Okay, good. good. Is he going to die? Don't tell me. I assume he does. I'm going to tell you eventually. Only if he dies as a donut. intended to move ahead with this show. Does I'm going to watch it for sure. It's so great. Does he die of a venereal disease? <laughs> no, that's Samuel's. I, I, I want to tell you so bad. All right. Gene shoots up in the bathroom, uh, and then a candy striper finds him with the, the worst scream. <laughs> I thought right. she was a nurse, I and I was like, that's not a way to react. No, it's but not. she's just a little volunteer child, yeah. so it's fine. Uh, and then, scream. <laughs> yeah, Nina has the baby. It's a boy. 633. And Wayne goes down to the morgue to get an autopsy report and then accidentally has sex with Kathy again. Yeah, even though he is very determined. He has this thing going with uh, Shirley and... Something he... something we haven't mentioned. When did the thunder and lightning begin outside of the hospital in this mm. episode? Oh. Was that know. going the entire time? I didn't notice it, I don't think. It plays up. In, it plays up in multiple scenes in this episode. Yeah. People are having these big conversations, thunder, lightning shining. It Like, this one in particular. I mean, like, it wasn't happening when we were outside during the car exchange. Exactly. Right? That's yeah, what makes it so it was weird. Like sunny. Not sunny, maybe, but... But it wasn't clear. raining and it storming. Bright. Yeah. <sighs> and she gives this whole huge monologue in this scene where You're she's... You're better than all of them, she says to him. <laughs> But she's also 
talking about a book she's read. She's like living in a fantasy yes. world from this book. She's really crazy. I know. I love her so much. And she's Let's... she like is like framing him as the protagonist, but this like deeply flawed weirdo protagonist. Sorry. She but... invites him to to come home with her and watch the French Lieutenant's Woman. Yes. Uh, and uh, tells him that she broke up with Warren, who was just a passing fancy. But the important thing is, she says he looked at her in the cafeteria the way she used to look at him before that night when she left his apartment. So, like, what the heck happened there? Why did she leave? And why was that the deal breaker for him? And why would she say she's wearing his heart close to his? Is that a locket that he gave her? Or is it just a locket that she bought with his picture in it? Because she's psychotic? That's even better. I, I have so that. many theories <laughs> about all of this. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have to watch the donut to find out. But the scene was crazy. And I was this close to being like, okay, that's sexual assault. Because he says no, mm-hmm. like 13 times. No, 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 no. And like, if it was reversed, mm-hmm. and then he did something, that would, a hunt, like, it would be textbook sexual assault, right? Sure. But, like, there's this weird moment where, like, he kisses her. It's like, like he's saying no, but at the same time, like, he's saying no because look, of Shirley. Right. But, like, we, we cannot start this whole, like, no means yes thing. It's pretty bad. I mean, it's, pretty it's not. It doesn't. Even if you... But you can change your mind. Just like you can change your mind from yes to no, you can change your mind from no to yes. Look, and he... I don't know. People don't always say what they mean, realistically. No, totally. In this particular... But it's like, if, if it wasn't for that inch of a move on his part... Yes, the I scene would have been, been like, she fucking raped him. Like, that was not good. But, but he, there he was that inch of a move. It. Yes, he went for it. All you gotta do is show him leaning into the kiss. Yeah. I did like that he said that he was in the middle of the beginning of a very nice relationship with Shirley Daniels. Yeah, that was a good was line. a cute line. Like, what... How did that happen, right? They hook up at work. Was it outside of work? Anyway, also in the donut. Uh, and now he's ruined. And then she's like, I knew you'd come back. Yeah, so then he later goes up to the party. They're having a huge party for the baby, which the baby gets announced over the loudspeaker. I thought that was really funny. Uh, and Shirley immediately smells the formaldehyde on him and throws her drink in his face. Yes. There you are. I was getting worried. It's that awful smell. Uh... I don't know, maybe my new aftershave. It smells like formaldehyde. Well, I, I was in the morgue. Let me help you wash it off. Shirley, Shirley, let me explain. I was just getting the latest on the Nielsen. She is like, no. Uh, we find out that Gene shot up air into his body and died of a heart attack. Ooh. Instant heart attack. Have, like, that's insane. That's a messed up suicide. I have always been afraid of that yep. ever since I knew that that was a possibility. That I didn't know you, there was a possibility. Oh, it's a possibility. That's why they, um, before what, they give you a needle, they push the liquid out yeah, so that it's not so air. one drop of air. Because one thing of air will kill you. Uh, and I've always known that. I don't know why. As a kid, I must have learned it on MASH or something. Ugh. And, like, I've God. always thought that, like, one day it's I'm going to need a needle that's going to kill me like that. That's oh. fucking, it's fucking brutal. And when he pulled that syringe out of his coat, I'm like, okay, A, how did he get that? He and got it out I of heard, the trash. It's just a fucking empty syringe that, the, like, that's What's, terrifying. That's not going to do anything. It's terrifying. And then it did. Yeah. No, it kills you real fast if you put oh. air into your blood. Holy oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. stop. Enough. Okay. No, that was bad. Let's not talk about it. Anyways, also, he left a note, um, and then Jack is like so distracted with having a baby he doesn't realize that this guy has 
killed himself in the hospital, who was kind of under his care, mm-hmm. um, and finds out that the note said, um, I hope the next place is better than this. Yeah. yeah. I hope the next world I is better than this one. the next world is better than this one, which is like so depressing. Anyway. Yeah, it was a huge bummer. Thank God we had that party scene. A toast of life. <laughs> well, first Ehrlich uh, confronts Stephen, and Stephen's like, I don't care. Fucking go ahead and tell my dad. And Ehrlich. Ehrlich's like, dude, I, I grew up in the 60s in California. Like, I've done drugs. Yeah. I, I know I'm cool. But it's like, <laughs> your body can only take so much. And that's true. Like, if he, that's what he's doing on a daily basis. He's going to get fried. He's not going to survive long. I wonder, I mean, we must see him again in season two, right? That I, I don't assume know. he sticks around. Also, Ehrlich's line uh, of like, why don't you go upstairs to the psych ward, talk to the junkies and the acid cappers and the... Yeah, that whole scene that was, was fantastic. He says he's you're disrespecting your father. And uh, he is. He got on this gig. Well, yeah, and to like come into the hospital and just like flaunt it in front of everyone. It's his, how the little kid you is care. Fucking weird. Yeah, it's, weird. It's, it's pretty crazy. And then Peter uh, is breaking down in the staff room. He's crying because he couldn't get his girlfriend to leave with him. Uh, his wife comes in and tells him that the baby was born, and he's like, you know, let's go to the party. He's like, no, these people fucking hate me. And she's like, no, they don't. Like, I don't. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you should. Yes. Yeah. I've been a shitbag to you. True. Says, she's like, well, I've hurt you too, and I just want you to come home, and like, let's figure it out. Which, again, like, they have kids together, right? Yeah. Yes. He wasn't lying about having a kid. I mean, because that's a lie you can't really get away with someone that actually knows I him. know they have a child. Uh, I don't know if they have more than one. Is he in the shape to be around a kid right now? Like, uh, not really. No, he's... I didn't care for that. But, yeah. She talks a lot about how she misses Providence, which I guess is where they met, where he was in med school. Um, and they want to kind of go back to when they first met and everything was fine. But Did we ever love each other? Yes. Let's go home. Not going to work. Problem out. solved. Exactly. So it's a come home. We figured go. it out. Uh, Westfall and Oshlander, who seems to be in charge of the hospital now, even though he has liver cancer. I don't know. Uh, they talk about how the drugs have been stolen three times, that they're not going to catch him, which is funny that they're so sure that it's a guy, not a girl. Um, they talk about if they should have security, but that that's going to slow down the ability to get the drugs out to people when they need them. Right. So they're kind of stuck here in... And then in they limbo. talk about how growing old gracefully was stupid and they should have partied yeah. and done stupid shit all the time because it makes them feel better. And they're going to live forever. Kind it's of true. a good scene, yeah. Let me tell you a secret. Mm. We're going to live forever. Luther won the baby great. pool, but he can't find his ticket. So he has to run around the hospital digging through trash cans and emptying... Does know, he bands. find it? I he finds he it does? in the dumpster okay. outside. The dumpster outside. He finally finds Amazing. it. Amazing. Yeah. Good. And that's it. Basically, we end on finding out that the baby's name is Peter... And that he will be in the class of 2008 medical school graduates. Ten years ago now. And yeah. West Isn't that Paul, uh thanks oh, them all Jesus. for all their hard work and Can everything. the baby Peter? I miss that. Do. Yep. Baby's named Peter after his uncle. That's what he said. Oh, I was like, after Peter White? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, after his uncle. No, no, no. Yeah. I feel like they could have chosen a different name. Yeah. Maybe I wrote down the wrong name. No, no, no. It's, it's entirely possible. I'm pretty sure he said Peter. Most likely. I don't I It was definitely truth. Peter. But this yeah. is this is a great show. This Quality is a show. tough show, though. But for, hard for a donut. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I have no idea. Like, I can barely remember characters' names. I wish I had watched it through 
and then watched it a second time to take notes. I did not have time to do that. Yes. But I would have enjoyed it a lot more, I think, if I could have let it flow instead of literally every three minutes having to be like, okay, what's this doctor's name again? What was this scene about? What just All happened? Right. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I say recommend from my perspective. I'm definitely going to watch more. Oh, definitely recommend. It was fantastic. I, I'm, I'm, I, was, I was fine with it. So a soft Not as good as you were hoping. It, it, uh, yeah, I was super excited right off the bat when it was the <clears throat> the credit sequence. I thought I was going to love it. I did not end up loving it as much as I thought I would. Right. Did you have you watched any medical dramas? Not TV dramas. I don't think I have really. Yeah, it doesn't really seem like your bag. Yeah, I, I can't think of of any that I've watched extensively or at all. Really, yeah. Yeah, it's... But it was... I'm in the same boat as you for that. Like, I think maybe House? I haven't seen any House. I see, like, two episodes. I'm just speaking personally. I've watched that, and that's kind of it as far as medical dramas go. I can't think of another one. Well, you've watched MASH. I have. Medical comedy comedy. as well, yeah. I love... Yeah, I do love MASH. Although it is very dramatic. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of got the same vibe. Well, I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of Grey's Anatomy, and, uh... A lot of private practice, and uh, I'm currently watching The Resident. Mm. And yeah, I could definitely see the influence of with Logan Huntsberger. Yeah, everything that's come since. I don't know because I didn't do the research if Saint Elsewhere was the first of its kind. I think it's. I mean, General Hospital was very hospitally. Yeah, but like a one-hour medical drama. It felt very. As the origin for a lot of the... New, yeah. It feels like the new um, model for those shows. Yeah. yeah, where it's like a little more emotional, a little more like about the characters and their personal lives. And the way it's shot, a lot less stagey. We're yeah. like, we're running through some of those hallways. The shots yeah. were interesting that sometimes, sometimes in a good way and sometimes not in a good way, I thought. <laughs> yeah. But they were obviously trying things, yeah. which was cool. Yeah. yeah, it was nice. It's experimental. Definitely. Okay. All right, what's the quiz? Yes. Okay, are we ready? Please. Yes. Question number one. The storyline of the terrorist bombing continues. How does it end? A. In episode two, the bomber is brought into the hospital with a life-threatening bullet wound. Despite his feelings, Morrison treats him, but is, but is unable to save him. Afterwards, Morrison wrestles with the lack of guilt. B. In episode four... The surviving victim we meet in episode one succumbs to her injuries. The bomber is subsequently murdered by her husband. Whoa. C. In episode 19, the bomber is convicted in front of a jury and sentenced to death. <laughs> or D. In episode nine, the surviving victim wakes up from a coma she's been in since episode one and learns she has lost a leg. Yikes. Gotta be, gotta be A. Yeah. We should have said all of the above. I would have guessed that. You are both incorrect. No! The answer is B. B. Get out of town. Damn it. She dies in episode four, and her husband, who has been by her side... Goes and shoots him? Goes and kills the bomber who is still in the hospital wow. as well. Wow. I think that that... He does come into the hospital. He is in the hospital. Right. Tim Robbins. Yeah, he's there. <laughs> okay. he, he For did. four episodes, Tim Robbins is there? I don't think he's in it. Well, he's definitely in episode two and four. He was mentioned in the recap for three as well, so I'm assuming there's some kind of storyline. I'm so excited to watch all of this. Baby Tim Robbins? Hello. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a shame. I really like that uh, first plot you put out there. <laughs> I think that's the most interesting storyline. 
Sorry, yeah. he doesn't die. I know, in I get it. I he get dies it. in it's, episode four. No, it's the struggling with guilt that was interesting. Yeah, no guilt. Struggling with no guilt. No guilt. He he's struggling with, with no the guilt. absence of guilt. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Which of the following is not the plot of one of the episodes that garnered negative feedback at the time of its airing? A. Doctor Chandler Denzel is shown to have a strained relationship with his disapproving father whose hatred affects Chandler during a pivotal moment during surgery, resulting in the patient's death. B. A sentimental episode about Dr. Samuel's friendship with an ailing tyke so cute, you know the entire time he's not going to make it out of this episode. C. An episode focusing on two brothers and a convoluted euthanasia plot. Or D. After performing a hysterectomy, Dr. Annie Cavanero launches into a drawn-out career-versus-family monologue abundant with cheesy life lessons. Three of these happen and did not receive good reviews. One of these I made up. I'm sorry. So the question is, which one of those did you make up? Yeah. Got it. My answer is B. Hmm. What was the last one? The last one is a hysterectomy. Oh. Career versus family. No, that one definitely happened. That one definitely happened. C is the euthanasia plot with two brothers. Probably happened. A, what was B a? is the cute, yeah, the cute, cute boy. Kid. And A is a disapproving father and patient's death. I'm, I'm going to go with A. You are correct. No, no. That's the only one of those storylines that's any good. Yeah. <laughs> All the other ones. That's the episode you should have written. That's uh, one... Nothing. Hey there, cute little kid. How you feeling today, champ? Still uh, dying I do in not here? have a question about Dr. Samuels. I did, however, find out. Like, this was pretty much the episode. Um, it's in the middle of this, the the season, and it kind of has a huge effect on him, and he, he doesn't do much after this. Right. Um, his last episode is, I think, like, directly before this, but he doesn't have an exit. In season two, he's just gone. Unexplained. They just write the character out of the show. So he died of ED. Yeah, that's what we'll say. I'm saying it. Yeah, there is like no conclusion to any of his storylines. That's crazy. That is messed up. Okay. I guess people just just hated him. Yeah. Well, it's a very weird character. Question number three. We did not get to see much of Dr. Philip Chandler. What was his first storyline of the series? A. In episode two... Chandler gets tasked with delivering the news of a 17-year-old boy's passing to his hopeful parents after he fell off a cliff. B. In episode 7, Chandler and Samuels have a massive confrontation after Chandler learns of Samuels' disgusting lifestyle. Chandler demands Samuels' dismissal. C. In episode 4, Philip must talk his suicidal patient out of jumping off the roof of the hospital, or D. In episode 5, after a patient suddenly dies, Chandler, convinced that a nurse's error led to the death, tries to get her fired for incompetency. Whoa. I made three of those up. And one of them... It's your turn to go first. ...is his first storyline. I'm gonna go with D. Same. It's right. Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah, because remember in the pilot, he, like, goes to the nurse and, like, checks, like, did you, you know, do my orders? And she's like, if you wrote it down, we did it. Right. So he so already like, does not trust like the nurses. seems like that kind of doctor that second guesses everybody. Yeah, we had to wait till episode five. 
to get a, a real storyline for him. <sighs> but it, it does seem like the show is like it, it focuses on a different person each episode. Wow. That's fine. So there's not I really a main format. character. Question, are we 2-1? Two, two yes. yes. Going into question number 4. 2-1. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. As we know, Dr. Peter White mm-hmm. has gone to rehab. What else has he done this season? A. After separating from his wife, he knocks her up and then forces her to have an abortion. Yikes. B. His increasingly reckless behavior lands him in jail. Okay. C. He nearly kills a patient in the ER. D. He had to suffer through his daughter being admitted to the hospital after swallowing mothballs, leading to his separation. Oh my god. Or wow. E. All of the above. Oh no, Saskia. <laughs> I, there's only one answer I can give. E. It's gotta be... It's E. All of the above. Wow. <laughs> That's depressing. Yeah. I like the mothballs one. His though. life gets worse. That's he has been through more this year than no, but any person. Due to his own actions. Well, obviously, taking drugs is his own actions. He's Leaving mothballs out for your I was child. like letting your kid eat mothballs, also your own actions. Yeah. Killing a patient in the ER. Your own actions. Your actions. Alright, come on, I gotta get this next one right. And okay. he has to get it wrong, so at least we can be tied. Question number happen. five. Piers Ray will answer first. Okay. Dr. Fiscus. Gets yes. mugged in the ER in the Wayne. second part of a two-part episode that sees a wing plagued with Legionnaire's disease. He mm. gets brought. He gets, he gets mugged, mugged in the mugged hospital in the ER. Wow. What are the consequences? Legionnaire's disease. I just put in because they did a two-part episode where everybody was just dying. Okay. On one wing. That's pretty fair it's, enough. It's gonna be, probably be a good good episode. Okay, I'll check it out. A. He starts carrying a gun to work, but gets attacked by another gang member two episodes later, also in the ER. Wow. B, he goes on a rampage to demand a safer workspace with no consequences. (laughs) C, Fiscus chases the perpetrator, but ends up getting arrested and charged for criminal trespassing. Oh my god. Or D, traumatized, he is unable to focus on his work and accidentally administers the wrong drug to a patient. Oh my god. It's hard. A lot of good ones there. Percy, a lot of this good is your ones turn there. to answer. I'm going to go with D. Hannah, I can tell you at this point, Pierce Ray's wrong answer is wrong. Damn it, that's what the, the hell? <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> funny, She's gonna go listen, with a different. I answer. was going to. Yeah, I was gonna pick D, but I can't win if I pick D, so I'm not going to. She's not going to. She I was had already decided that. I was that's honest. Saskia, I was gonna. I do think D is the right answer. But my only other one that I thought could also be the right answer, which I thought was the right answer until I heard D, yeah. uh, was B. Is that your final answer? Yes. So wrong. No! Which one? It's A. It's A? He gets mugged in the ER, he starts bringing a gun. a gun to work, and then gets assaulted by another gang member. Literally, Jeez. the episode after that. I don't know what happened to his gun at that Thank point. You. Fine, take your donut. I will take this donut. But that's it. Well, what do you think happens to Dr. Peter White? I don't want to know. I'm going to watch it. Don't This tell show me. is off the rails, much like this donut, which appears to be some kind marshmallow eclair. You know what? Pierce Ray. What is it? You That's a, a lemon meringue. It's a lemon meringue. We've gotten that so many times. I, I can never remember. No other donuts. And these are also. Or there's other donuts. Well, I'll take the lemon meringue. Creme brulee or berry berliner? I see. 
I've never had three choices before. You have them today. Please actually Fine. take the one you I'm want. I'm taking the berry Berliner. There you go. Here Take you go. Kevin, uh, I mean, lemon meringue for you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Let's pick our next show. I think we are doing so good this season, guys. I'm very excited to get another good show. Yeah. Let's do this. We've had Flashpoint. We've had The Beast. We've had St. Elsewhere. Wow. Am I forgetting one? No, those three. No. Those are the... Th- Wait, no, no, no. It's back t- to me already. So yeah. this is four. We're missing one. Because the Beast was mine. Okay. Have you done one? Yes. yes. But I forget what it was. It was Old Dogs. New Tricks. That's oh, cool. new tricks. <laughs> I really thought of that's what it was called. Right the there. best theme oh, song Jesus. ever. Also a good one. All right. Drop now that in at the your end of this choices episode. are between 1 and 349. Once again, I've added a few more oh my God. in there just for fun. What am I going to go okay. with today? 50. Okay. And I'll go with 106. 106. Nice. Nice. Okay. So you got a little bit of gap there. Chrissy, fingers crossed. It's the last. Is this your donut next? It is. 50 is The Office. Uh, Which one? 2001. So the UK office. Ooh. Would it be? I think so. Wait, let's make sure. No, it's not. One away from Shameless. Fuck. 51 was Shameless. Fuck. 49 is Louie. You picked the office, July two thousand and one. It's definitely the American. It is the American. Hold on, okay. let me confirm. It doesn't specify here. I'm sorry. Oh no, the office was two thousand five. So okay. we are okay. going it's the British one British with one. the UK and one hundred and six. And one hundred and six is a show called Love Hate, crime mm. drama from two thousand and ten. Don't even think about it. Who's in it? Find out who's in it, and let's we'll we'll, we'll talk. Yeah, never heard of that. Really? One. How are you even? How are you even considering oh, this? Piers, you were one away from the. Oh, league. it's an Irish television show. Ooh, we haven't done that before. When a catastrophe ignites gang tensions, family, friends, and community must live with the impact. Well, yikes! I think I know what we're watching. Why? Oh no, don't. <laughs> we're watching. <laughs> we're watching The Office. I know okay. you want to watch The Office. It does have our favorite person ever in Aiden Gillen. Fucking, he's our favorite Carcetti. person ever. No, he's okay. a nightmare. I was like, no. He's a nightmare. He's fucking Littlefinger. He's the worst. I love, I, and he's pretty great. Who is worse, Carcetti or Littlefinger? It's for me. It's Carcetti. See, yeah. it's definitely Littlefinger for me. I can't stand him. I also hate Carcetti. I hated him. Is a fucking dickhead. I like him a lot, actually. He gets what he deserves. All right, guys. Tune in next time, uh, one month from today, when we watch the UK version of The Office. Hey, you haven't seen it. I you have. Have we've? I've seen it. I haven't seen it consistently. Okay, then I we think... will watch the first season. Yeah, first yeah. season. Because we've both seen it, but. Oh, yeah, we could watch the whole series. No, no, no. let's do season one. Season one is great. Okay. I don't know how much of it I've seen. I have seen some of it. No, definitely go season one. Season one it is. All right. We got this. We're All excited right. for some Ricky. Yay, thank you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.